Yeah, Sports Central is what you got on your radio this afternoon, talking sports, and it's brought to you in part by Hollywood Signs. Your host is Ryan. Hello, Eric. It has been a while, but it's good to be back here on Sports Central on Talk Radio 96.7 alongside Jenna Kidd. How are we doing today, Jenna? I'm happy to be here, but I am sad that Mark isn't, but you know. <sighs> Empty chair next to us, Mark McCollum up in uh, Chattanooga, Tennessee, Eric. Where it is partly cloudy and 86 degrees. Perfect. Amazing. Hot so and he's, humid. He's, right? You know, <clears throat> the weather though for him in a couple months is, to your point, Eric, going to greatly change his life. He, <laughs> is, he, he is a Florida man that is going to be in a weather predicament when it hits probably December, January time. That is going to be very interesting for him. Wish him all the best up in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Won't be the same on the show without him. Probably be a little bit better, right? Have a little <laughs> more flow, a little more structure. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably so much better, man. No, he brought. Actually, I talked to him yesterday. He brought, you know, a lot of great ideas to the show and and making sure we had some really cool segments and stuff dialed up. So we'll miss that that talent and that acumen that he brought. And wish him nothing but the best up there in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Um, one of the one of the key things that the ledger does you know, throughout the year is really put a spotlight, not just during the Polk County All Sports Awards, but put a spotlight on the sport talent. We're talking about talent and acumen and uh, the sport talent that exists in our school system, you know, high school, collegiate, all across the board. They do the Super 16 list, and we've been monitoring that, obviously, for us. It's just, I mean, it's great to know, right? Great to know and recognize some of these names and what they've done you know, throughout the county. And Jenna, I know you and the team have done a great job compiling this, making sure we are up to date on the who's who within Poe County. Oh, yes, 100%. Do you want me to start it off? I, was, that, was that your way of telling yeah, me? Yeah, hey, Jenna, start. I, I can start it off. It's not okay, all right, all right, no uh, So we'll, we'll preview. Is this the top four? Or um, is yes, this? top oh, okay. four. We're going to preview the top four here on the Ledger Super 16 list. Shout out to the Ledger, obviously, again, for all that they do to give us this information. Uh, Ridges Joe Jackson. Hustling to steamroll his competition. The senior running back isn't a stranger to hard work. Mentality is what he uses on the football field. Number four on the Ledger Super 16 list. Um, he is a selected to the second team on the Ledger's All-County football team, rushing for 1,011 yards, 1011, on 151 carries. A lot of ones in this. 151 right. carries, <laughs> scoring nine rushing touchdowns. Also, 15 receptions out of the backfield for 342 yards and five TDs. Uh, he's a commit to Kansas State and uh, also helps a car washing business while working in a funeral home on the weekend. So uh, oh, Joe Jackson stays very busy. I was going to say, he's a man of many talents. He has a car wash on one day, then he works a funeral home on the other. And then a running back right? in his spare time. Well, That's well. absolutely incredible. <laughs> absolutely incredible work schedule. So congrats for uh, the recognition on his end. And then looking at number three, we have Jeremiah Aglin Jr., um, looking to share a memorable year at Lake Wales. Uh, he committed to the University of Kentucky and his teammates at Lake Wales for his senior year. So we actually talked about him when we were at Lake Wales not we too did. long ago mm -hmm. um, with their athletic director out there. Man, Lake Wales is full of talent. Just, out of this world. Just listening to her talk about, you know, all the college scholarships and just what they're doing on and off the field. Oh, yeah. It's, it's crazy. We have this there. person going to UF, this person at UCF, this person over here. I was like, geez, they are everywhere. Mm -hmm. it, it was so crazy. But anyway, back to this guy. <laughs> His MVP performance at the Combine in Texas helped him quickly shoot up the ranking, um, after which he picked up numerous college scholarships offers, which then he ended up committing to University of Kentucky two weeks ago. Um, with the attention that he has gained, he has moved up the rankings. Currently, he is number 82 in the state. 
after being nowhere near the top 100 prospects a year ago, uh, the motivation to continue the hard work comes easy for him. So a huge shout out to uh, Jeremiah. Obviously, you know, he's made strides in just a year. So that's that's awesome for him. Yeah, absolutely. Congrats to him. Uh, coming in number two, Lakeland's Tyler Williams, uh, top prospect after the move to wide receiver. Uh, he was a quarterback, and then right before the 2021 season, uh, head coach Bill Castle said, hey, we're going to put you a wide receiver. We think this is a better spot for you, better fit. Uh, his college choice currently uh, has 10 schools included in it. Um, in addition to his success, obviously, on the football field, also one of the top basketball players in the county, uh, entering his senior season as the 29th top college recruit in the state and 130 in the nation. Pure athleticism on that side, and obviously a very good ability to play both on the grass and on the court. Should lead to some solid offers for him. Uh, made his varsity football debut during his sophomore season, beating out two other players for the starting job at QB. Went on to have a solid season, finishing with 1,021 yards of total offense. And again, most recently, having a move uh, to the wide receiver position. where He's averaging mm. 30.5 yards per catch. Um, pretty incredible stuff there. I was going to say, I don't know much about stats, but that's a good one. That's 30, a fantastic one. That means he's a yards. threat down the field and uh, also a threat over the middle of the field. So. Yeah. Congratulations to him on his success. Drum roll for number Drum one. <laughs> and then coming in at number one, we have Kramani McLean out uh, of mm. Lakeland. Um, he's yep. a transfer from um, Lake Gibson. Um, so I know Lakeland is very, very happy to have him um, on their team. So he enters his senior year as the number one ranked player in the state and number three ranked player in the nation. Um, and then, like I said, he also tops the number uh, one spot for the Ledger Super 16. I couldn't imagine it. Number one in the state. And Florida's not a small state. No, not at all. Pretty uh, big state. It's it's crazy. So he's also, um, he's kind of narrowed down his scholarship offers. Um, he's thinking about Miami, Florida, Georgia, and Alabama. Wow. Four schools that I feel like are always. Four powerhouse schools. Yep. Always up there at the top of the list for, you know, um, these athletes out there. You know, Lakeland, Florida, that, what do they call them? Florida Knots? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's right. Yep. When they all go there. So. Yeah. <laughs> We'll see what happens. We'll see if he becomes that. Yeah, very interesting. Very interesting future that we can see for some of these top prospects that are located in the Polk County area and a couple of Lakeland prospects as well. And again, uh, big hats off here to Roy Fuoco for uh, his input. Obviously, working with a lot of different coaches, a lot of the different personnel in market to make sure that they get this list available. If you want to find out more about who else rounded out the top sixteen, you can head to the ledger to find out information on the other athletes that are mentioned within this Super Sixteen list. Definitely worth a look uh, to get more information on the talent located within the market for sure. Yeah, and the cool thing is it's is it's very spread out throughout the county. You have Victor Christian, you have LCS, um, Lake Wales, you have Ridge Community. You know, so it's it's really really cool to see that you know it's spread out throughout the county. This talent, which we already know, seeing the all sports awards that we host every year, crazy. Oh, absolutely. But, um, it's it's really cool to see that these these young men are getting recognized for what they're doing on the field. Well, and listen, there's a lot of football talk, and for good reason, because football is back. Football's back. I'm is so, ex- I'm so, so happy. exciting. So exciting. And when we come back on the other side of break, we're going to have to talk a little preseason football. We're going to preview some of the seasons for the Florida teams, obviously the Bucks and Dolphins, what that season's going to look like for both of them, what are the expectations in their respective divisions. And then talk about sports currently going on. A lot going on with the Rays and the AL East. Make sure to touch on that. So stick right here in Sports Central on Talk Radio 96.7. Talk Radio 96.7. 
Yeah, it's Sports Central on your radio this Thursday afternoon. And it's brought to you by Made Productions and Installation. Let's get back and talk some more sports with Jenna and Ryan. Thank you, sir. Eric, welcome back to Sports Central here on Talk Radio 96.7. Jenna and Ryan, coming to you live. Listen, we left off with football in segment one, and we are so excited. College football about to be back. NFL football is back. Hall of Fame game was played. Preseason week one was played. We are back in football mode. It's It's absolutely exhilarating. Tonight we got a game. We got Chicago and Seattle playing tonight. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's just, this is the best time. And it's crazy. Like, you think this time of year. So you got MLB, like, taking form, shaping up what playoffs might look like. You got teams jockeying for position, particularly impacting Tampa Bay Rays in the AL East. NFL about to start back up. NBA about to start back up. College football about to start back up. Little League World Series going on right now. Mm -hmm. Amazing entertainment there. And the World Cup in November. There is a lot. And and there's a water ski event in October. There is a lot of sporting events going on. And I think the World Series for softball just ended. It did. Texas won, right? Yep. And you got the Little League softball also happening. So, I mean, you just have, like, just this nonstop action going on. Um, But a lot going on in... Well, a lot going on, a lot of different capacities in the world of football. Uh, obviously, the biggest news today, Deshaun Watson, his suspension going up to 11 games, fine going up to $2 million. Uh, really, what that means for the Browns is they might have to go quarterback shopping again. So mm-hmm. Jimmy Garoppolo could be on the move. We'll see what happens there. Um, now they're like, oh, we wish Baker would just come back. Exactly. Right? See, yeah, see, <laughs> see what the landscape looks like on that front. Uh, uh, you know, in other news, more local, obviously, for the Bucks. Tom Brady not playing this preseason, right? Personal reasons, so he won't be joining the Bucks during this preseason run. You'll get to see, uh, excuse me, a look at some of the rest of the team, kind of what they'll look like and what those final roster cuts will look like as well. And I thought that it said that, um, you know, Tom was supposed to be back. Look at me saying Tom like he like we're on. Yeah, your buddy first Tom. Name, Did right? you talk to him? Uh, Tom Brady was supposed to be back for their game against the Titans, um, but now it's looking like it's kind of up in the air when he'll be back. There's not really a timetable anymore, um, so. Who, who knows? A lot of people think, you know, he's just going to come back and retire again. But yeah, Could you imagine? Yeah, I could. Like Brett Favre. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I don't even yeah. want to talk about what him. A, what a, I don't what want a time to be him. alive. Right? Yeah, and then, uh, you know, the other other aspect of all this, obviously, the Miami Dolphins uh, with Tyreek Hill now, right, in their fold, uh, a new coach as well. So interesting stuff out of the Florida teams. Um, be interesting to see how it shapes up to week one, which is coming up quick. I mean, we're already in mid-August, week one, that first weekend in September. Um, so that's right around the corner. I mean, it's crazy to think how quick football is coming up. It's just out of this world. And it's always, you know, when it's football season, because when you walk into Publix, they have the whole, like, uh, soda display. You know, like, <sighs> it's like Pepsi or Coke, and they, like, make the whole, like... They do the full setup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, like, exactly a, it's like a about. field goal, and you just, you know, there's, like, the party platters everywhere, and you're like, huh. It must be football time. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, a lot going on in that world. Obviously, a lot of moving parts, um, you know, that we'll be able to see. From the uh, opening week side, a lot of good games on the marquee. Obviously, a lot of storylines that will be heading into this football season. So, a lot of things to keep in mind. And a lot of moving parts as well. A lot of faces that are in new places, particularly uh, when it was draft time, right? And you had those people who were moving teams, teams that were trading draft picks, trading stock. Um, a lot of moves on the quarterback carousel as well. You know, so quarterbacks are in new spots. I think one of the best games of the year is going to just going to be the opening night game, Rams Bills. Amazing stuff. You got your uh, super defending Super Bowl champs against arguably the Super Bowl favorites this year in the Buffalo Bills. That game taking place in LA. 
So that'll be an amazing start to the football year. I know you're a, you're a Lions fan. I'm an Eagles fan. That's opening week as well. It is in it, Motor City. It is, and it's very exciting. I I you know I hope that the Lions have gotten it together and kind of figured out you know what they need to do to win something. Uh, you know, but I you know I love them. So I'm yeah. gonna be there. I'm there at their worst, and I'm there at their best. You know, That's right. I'm not a bandwagon. We're so, loyal fans, right? We're right. loyal fans. We are. And then you'll have uh, Tua and Tyreek at home against the New England Patriots. Uh, and then the Sunday night game, the Tampa Bay Bucks traveling to Jerry World in Dallas to go take on the Dallas Cowboys. A repeat of last year. That game was in Tampa last year mm-hmm. to open the season. So be very interesting to see what happens on that front. Um, kind of switching gears as we're, we're getting close to the end of the segment. But on the MLB side, Tampa Bay Rays playing good baseball. Last night, thought they had the series locked up. Up three runs, 10th inning. New York Yankees Grand Slam walk-off. So kind of a a spoiled way to end the series, but still walking away with the series win. Big for the Tampa Bay Rays. They now are tied with the Toronto Blue Jays in terms of record. And the beauty for the Rays right now is the Blue Jays are playing the Yankees tonight. So they're really going to gain ground on one of those two teams, no matter how you slice and dice it. Tampa back at home playing the Kansas City Royals in this three-game set. So it's going to be really interesting to see what happens there. Wow, imagine being that Yankees player that hits that Grand Slam. Has to feel good. Josh right? Josh Donaldson, a guy that really needed to start doing something. And the Yankees have been just god-awful these past these past couple weeks. Just been terrible, brutal. So, you know, if you're a Rays fan, you got to be liking the prospects of going to the Bronx, taking that series, coming home, playing the Royals, who are not that great a team, being able to maybe take a series from them. And all of a sudden, you're starting to gain ground on Seattle in the wild card. They're in a wild card spot right now, as are the Blue Jays. And the teams that are chasing are the Orioles and the Twins, and they have at least a game on Minnesota and a game and a half on Baltimore. So really tight in the wild card. All these games really start to matter at this point in the season. Yeah, I was just going to say that, and they took the words right out of my mouth. I apologize for doing that. I I severely apologize. (laughs) Uh, Before the Tampa Bay Rays, if you're kind of doing a peek ahead, like I mentioned, they have the set against the Royals uh, at the Trop. So obviously if they take some games there, that'll be a massive help in securing some of those wild card movements uh, that they are desperately in need of. You do not want people in your rearview mirror to start tailgating you. Mm-mm. Last thing you want to see are the headlights disappear because they're right on your bumper. Oof. We've all been there. Oh, yes, we have. We've all been there. Right. <laughs> so never a good thing. Anything else on the MLB side, Jenna? Yeah, kind of switching over to the Tigers. Um, they beat the Cleveland Guardians on Tuesday, 4-3. Uh, to three. Whoa, I almost said Indians. Oh, The Cleveland Indians. Cleveland, yeah. Uh, uh, uh. Anyway. Moving on. But Detroit's Kerry uh, Carpenter hits a, two ho- a two-run home run. Uh, he worked his way out of a 0-2 hole, uh, shrugging off several breaking balls in the dirt and fouling off two change-ups. Um, the Tigers have won two of the three against the AL Central's leaders, who are one game ahead of Minnesota and the Chicago White Sox. So, mm. Well, there you have it. Yeah, and then they, Big they, stuff going on. They let go of Alavila. They did let go of Alavila. He was there for, I want to say, seven years, I mm-hmm. believe. Just time for a new direction, new voice. They kind of struggled to make the postseason. You figure, though, they've got some good prospects. Uh, Spencer Torkelson comes to mind, a couple others as well. They were down here in Lakeland, as a matter of fact. Uh, so hopefully they could take some of that momentum that they gained from getting some of those top picks into next year. Because at this point, we're, we're, we're looking into next year. Yeah, and that's kind of what you know I was reading about, is that he, you know, there was so much promise. There was, it was looking so good at the end of, you know, spring training and everything. But then once they got, you know, up to Detroit, it just wasn't working anymore. Um, so I guess, you know, it's time to find a new, kind of a new route. And it's sad to see him go, but yeah. 
we'll see what happens. These things happen. Listen, mm-hmm. speaking of looking into next year, we're going to look into next segment. So when we get to the other side of the break here in segment three, we'll have a quick NBA update for you. Uh, and maybe talk a little bit about some of our local teams here in Florida. So stick around right here on Sports Central Talk Radio 96.7. Hey, let's talk sports with the guys from Polk County Sports Marketing and Tourism. This is Sports Central. Sports Central is brought to you by Life Lore. Your host of Sports Central this afternoon is Ryan Buckley. Uh. Thank you so much, Mr. Eric. Welcome back to Sports Central here on Talk Radio 96.7. Ryan and Jenna Kidd coming at you live and direct. Really good start to the show, Jenna. I feel like we haven't really lost our beat. I'm a little rusty, to be honest with you. It's been a while since I've been here, but I'm slowly getting back into it. I think you're doing great. You know, I would say that you're doing top notch uh, a lot better than Mark. So it does, you know, you're you're doing well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kick them all. He's in Chattanooga. Yeah. Chattanooga. Chattanooga. Same thing. (laughs) Um,. Crazy stuff, you know, I meant to talk about this earlier and just slipped my mind with the the super list and then talking about NFL, golf. We don't really talk a lot of golf. There's a lot going on. There's a ton happening in golf. So, the Live Tour, this new tour backed by the uh, Saudis and, you know, a couple events a year. They do three-day tournaments versus four-day tournaments. There's a team component to it with an individual component. The prize money is stupid Mm -hmm. how much it is right and they get contracts so like not only are they winning prize money they're contracted to go play over there so they had a meeting with some of the pga tour players right about like look we need to figure out how to you know this thing is starting to grow a little bit we Mm -hmm. need to figure out how to compete with them and one of the bigger bigger news elements that came out this week was that cam smith who's one of the top players on tour is going to join the live they haven't fully announced it. They haven't made anything like that because he's in the running right now. The PGA is in their playoffs. Okay. So imagine he leaves during the PGA playoffs to go join this other group. Mm-hmm. How disastrous that would be, right? Jeez. And um, so they had a players-only meeting, and the goat Tiger Woods showed up. He and did. Was at, yeah, was, flew, took a jet, flew to the meeting, and talked. And he was like, we need to come up with battle stations. We need to figure out what we're going to do. Wow. So he turned down, apparently, what was it? Something, something in the realm of like $200 million, mm-hmm. $300 million to go join the live out of this world. And the most recent report said it was actually half a billion. They said it was $500 million he turned down. That's cr- <laughs> Reports, all, all rumor mills. But. That's crazy. You know, you must be really, really rich if you turned down $500 million. Oh, absolutely. You know, but absolutely. I did see that, you know, they were trying to get him to join over there. Um, but he was, you know, he's like, nope, I'm, you know, PGA. That's where I'm. That's where I'm staying. That's where my loyalty is. So. Well, and here's here's the crazy part, right? So they're talking about like, oh, is this guy Cam Smith? He's like number two player in the world. I mean, he's literally the second best player of golf right now. They were talking about, you know, hey, there's potential he could join the live. He pulled out of the playoff tournament this week with a hip injury. So does he have a hip injury, or is he like, look, I'm done. That's it. I am ready to go overseas. I'm ready to get out of here. Wow. Is that a thing? Could that be a thing? Did the PGA tell him that's a thing? You need you're not going to play in this tournament. I had no idea, mm-hmm. but it just makes you think, right? So, for a sport that we don't cover a lot, there's like a lot of you know. Sometimes it's tough to find those like local, you know, connection points with mm-hmm. golf. This is so national and it's impacting so many different things. Really? It's reevaluating, you know, how leagues are looking at contracts and and some of these guaranteed monies versus non guaranteed monies. It's going to have a really big impact mm-hmm. on people. Yeah, oh, it's crazy. It's it's like uh, 
uh, battle of the best. It it's is. Like, it's like, you know, like whoever wins will take over the other. Yeah. It's like they're just. Yeah, it's like battle bots. Yeah. Like battle bots. It's absolutely insane. It's like Big Ten and then the SEC. Right. Yeah, but we're going to do like the power conferences in college football. Yep, I completely right? agree. It's absolutely taking the world by storm right now. Mm. So pretty incredible uh, to think about in that regard. Um, we're going to jump a little bit ahead, Jen. I'm going to keep you on your toes here. I'm on my toes. Okay. Talk about um, the Miami Heat. They made some big news this week with a hire. Yes, so Ruth Hunter is named the Senior Director of Team Development. So the Miami Heat announced that Ruth Hunter has been named the Senior Director of Team Development in her new role. She will be involved with player programs, analytics, and basketball operations and reports to Senior Vice President of Basketball Operations, General Manager Andy Ellisberg. Uh, She has been part of the Heat family since the early 2000s when she played with the Miami Soul. Uh, she has worked in the uh, San Antonio front office as well. She was an Olympic gold medalist, two-time WNBA champion, WNBA final MVP, NCAA champion, sports business leader, global humanitarian, and a 2019 Women's Basketball Hall of Fame inductee. So she has a long list of accolades that follow her. So that was obviously a great move uh, by the Miami Heat, and I'm, I'm, I'm happy that they uh, chose her. Yeah, absolutely. You know, speaking of uh, kind of new new place, new faces and new roles. Um, we had Sports Central TV this past Friday, and we had Drew Howard on uh, from Florida Southern College. He was able to talk about that new athletic building that's mm-hmm. going in on campus, which when we were there, it's kind of crazy. The band shell, which had been there for a while, I mean, I went to Florida Southern. The band shell, which had been there for a while, that's where the new building's going. It's taking up some of the lawn and then that building space. He goes, yeah, we're going to show you a quick sample of like a quick demo for the new building. They, I don't know what construction timeline they're on. This demo, he just kept going. So it wasn't a quick thing. He just kept tearing down the building with his little machine. I say little machine, this massive machine mm-hmm. that was tearing down the building. This new building is pristine. Just the renderings and what it's going to look like. Mm-hmm. Absolutely incredible. So new building, but also new face. Um, Megan Zekas is taken over on the head coaching side for the Mox basketball team, for the women's basketball team. So she's in her first season. Really cool to hear from her in terms of the expectations that they have this year, really championship caliber program, her stepping into that role, wanting to lead the Lady Mox's success this year. So obviously best of luck to her in that new endeavor. And she was an assistant coach. It's not like she's totally new to the school, new to the organization. Uh, But obviously for her, that'll be... You know, something that they're going to want to build on for this yeah. upcoming year. But definitely good for the players is, you know, they're already comfortable with her. They know her style. So it's, you know, nothing too crazy happening um, to mix it up right before the season starts. So And it kind of, you know, usually at this point in time, Jenna, that's where we go. And Mark, talk about your alma mater. And he's he's not over there. Uh, <laughs> oh. But Jenna, maybe you can shed some light on some news as well at Southeastern University. Yep. So after a 2021 season with a 21-14 and 14 overall record posted by a roster with 12 freshmen, the Southeastern University volleyball team will return a majority of their young team uh, with their year of collegiate experience. Head coach Aud- Audrey Goldsberry. What in last I'm, name? I'm going to so roll with cool. it. Goldsberry. I, I like that. that. that that's cool. Mm. I stated, I think the strengths of the team this year will be understanding our offensive strategy as we are returning all our setters and pin hitters. Um, being able to fully implement the offense will help us out in competition. Um, the fire returns seven underclassmen who saw substantial playing minutes last year. So. That's awesome. So really returning a good core of their team. Twelve freshmen. Yeah. That's like that's a lot of freshmen. Switching kind of over, not kind of over, it is, but that's like uh, Weber women's soccer. They're going to graduate, I think, 14 seniors Wow. off of their roster. And huh. soccer teams don't have 
too big of a roster, you know, so right. I couldn't. That's a, that's a lot to fill. That's yeah. a long senior night. Right. That is a long, that's another way to look like at it. Not everyone can even be on the field. Right. That, oh, yeah, that's, that's a great a really, point. That's, 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 that's going to be toughy. Really, that's gonna really suck for the coach who has to yeah, decide. Who's, who are those three that mm. are, yeah, that's brutal. Mm. Well, we can go back to Southeastern over here. Yeah. Uh, the Fire will kick off the new season in West Palm Beach, Florida at the Kaiser Chick-fil-A Classic on August 18th, which is today, as they take on Morningside College at 2 p.m. and Cumberland University at 6 p.m., with the first home contest of the 2022 season coming up on August 23rd against Florida College. Well, obviously, best of luck to the Southeastern University Fire as they look to get off to a hot start to the season per usual with all their athletic. You like what I did there? Yeah, sorry, yeah. there? As uh, all their athletic programs, not just on the volleyball side, but obviously they have football too. They got foosball, and uh, I know they're excited for that to come into the fray again this year. Uh, so best of luck to them. A couple other college updates, but we will get to that on the other side of our commercial break. We will touch on some of those other colleges in the area some things to know let you know about some of the other local teams tigers tropics etc and then talk about some local events as well so don't go anywhere stay right here on sports central talk radio 96.7 right now though let's get back to more of sports central talk radio 96.7 sports central brought to you by inside edge here's ryan and jenna Thank you, Eric. Pretty usual. Fantastic job on the music. Intros and outros have just been stellar. I thank you. <laughs> thank he's you. Like, he's like a DJ over there. <laughs> yes. He's, DJ Eric. Right? DJ Eric. Welcome. I've only been doing this since 1973. Give me a break. I mean, there you have it. And Listen, he's done a fantastic job since 1973. Delivering the beats since 1973. And loving it. That's the tagline. I'm sorry. Welcome back to Sports Central here on Talk Radio 96.7. DJ Eric, Ryan, and Jenna back with you for the last segment. I always feel like the show just goes so fast. It does. You know, Isn't? like they say, uh, time flies when you're having fun. So I'm having fun, Jenna. I'm, I'm having a lot of fun. I'm having fun. The Frog says time is fun when you're having flies. <laughs> or that. If you know what if, a line. If you are a, uh, a fly lover, uh, I guess that kind of fits into your wheelhouse. <laughs> A Muppets reference I was not ready for, but I love the Muppets reference. Fantastic. I Let need... me know if a Fozzie Bear is coming out before the end of the uh, segment. I don't think this is going to work, Control Bear. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I might be done, Jenna. That's really good. Um, Lakeland Flying Tigers. Good segue. <laughs> oh, talking about Fozzie Bear and Kermit. Yeah, Lakeland Flying Tigers. Uh, they are continuing their series against the St. Lucie Mets. St. Lucie Mets, 65-44 and 44 record, so they're a pretty good team. They're playing over at Publix Field Joker Marchant Stadium uh, tonight, Thursday night. That's Thursday night drink specials Ooh. over at the park. Uh, fans 21 years and older can enjoy half-price canned beer, wine, and cocktails every Thursday night. And that's tonight at 6.30, so you got time. Once you're done listening to Sports Central, head on over. Go ahead, get over there, get your ticket. And tomorrow, bark in the park. Bring your dog to the game. Oh, I love dogs. That's so fun. Yep. Bark in the park tomorrow night. At least one human and a <laughs> dog ticket per human. So they must be purchased together. And then you get to bring, uh, you know, the little doggo to the game. Before uh, maybe Kaiser make a trip. I was going to say, he would probably go after the ball. Yeah. Boom, hit. And then all of a sudden you're like, whose dog is that on the field? I can imagine that's, you know, that's tricky to monitor yeah. from like a sport team side. But uh, it sounds like a lot of fun as well. Like all the dog's heads just like. Follow the ball. Just uh, nonstop, yeah. <laughs> that would just be incredible. So, and for more information on that, you can head to the Lakeland Flying Tigers official website. Just type in lakelandflyingtigers.com. You should be able to get there. So, 
plenty of stuff going on on that front. No score update, obviously, because the game's not starting for 30 minutes. you still got plenty of time to get over there. Make sure you go see. Have you checked out a game this year yet? I have not. I've Fantastic. Not. You're running out of time. I know. I did go to one last season, though. I went to um, one of the... The Sunday brunches up there in the 34 Club. And I know it's tough because, like, you're battling, like, the rain. You're battling summer heat. Like, there's all those different elements. So, mm-hmm. a lot going on. And listen, it's also tough for us, you know, to be able to go see some of the stuff because we got a lot of events coming up. There's a lot in the pipeline. There's so many. Too many to count, which is a, is a really great thing. But, whew, it's going to be a busy, busy fall. Busy fall for sure. Busy bees. Jenna, t- <laughs> Jenna talk to us about some of the upcoming events uh, that people need to know about. So coming up next week, next weekend. Look, I'm I don't even get the weeks right. This no, oh, weekend is the NSA Summer Slam. Um, that is taking place at Christina Park. It is a softball tournament. Then next we have a uh, the Florida Orange Blossom Series uh, summer event. That is next weekend. That is a table tennis event out at Simpson Park. Super super great. Brad out there. Uh, he's amazing, amazing to work with. So big shout out to him. Then we have the USFA Back to School Party. That is also softball. That will be at the Bartow Softball Complex. The Jim Ryan Invitational, uh, that is a cross-country meet, so we're going to be back out there at Holloway Park. Mm -hmm. I'm Mm -hmm. excited for that. And then Dynasty Hoops Basketball, that is a basketball tournament out at the Fieldhouse in two weeks. Yep. We have the Wobba Fall Fall Slam. Wow, we're already looking into September. September. September, wow. September 2nd and 4th at Lake Myrtle. And then to round out that week, we have the NSA Labor Day Classic um, softball tournament at Christina Park September 3rd through the 4th. Crazy cross-country season's about to be back underway. So a lot going on over at Holloway Park. Yep, we uh, we have a whole training on Monday, so we exciting. Do. We do have training on Monday. I don't. I might not be in, uh, in the office on Monday. Well, um, I'll be there for part of the day. I'm going to a conference. We are going to a conference in Orlando. I will actually be out there on Monday, but you'll be joining on Tuesday, I mm-hmm. believe. Yep, it's going to be so much excited. fun. And really a great way for us to get to promote our brands, kind of the events we have coming up, and vendors who want to be part of those events. Mm-hmm. All the, Just like the ones we just mentioned and a couple others in the pipeline, uh, like the 2022 World Water Ski Show Tournament over at Lake Silver, uh, Orange Cup Regatta in Lakeland, plenty of others. Listen, there's a lot of events. If you need to know more about these events, you're going to head to www.centralfloridasports.com. Also, be sure to check out visitcentralflorida.org. And if you still have questions, we love phone calls. Just just dial away, call them in. We're redirected to the right person. 863-551-4750. Now, who should they ask for when they call? Raylan Dessart. That's right. Just ask for Raylan when you call. And then Lisa Reiser. And if yeah, if she's not there, Lisa Reiser. Yep, those are the two sure. that have the information. They're the encyclopedia of knowledge that you've been waiting for mm-hmm. on those events and on that information. But I did also hear if they don't answer, call Neil Duncan. He's, and Neil, he's next. Oh. Yeah. Neil Duncan, also that. just an absolute thesaurus of information mm-hmm. in terms of what you need to know about the facilities, where to go, where to park, all things like that. Plenty of parking that will be available for the upcoming events as well. Just want to hit on that, um, especially for those October events in particular where it seems like there is just a plethora of stuff that is going on. Um, and a you know, quick shout out. A lot of people that we work with that do an amazing job. City of Winter Haven has just been Awesome partners to work with. Mm-hmm. They've this. been crushing it. There's a lot going on in October. There are a lot of moving parts at the new Martin Luther King Jr. Park over there. Uh, looks phenomenal, beautiful. And they have been not only spearheading that, but just spearheading a lot of the different initiatives that are taking place over there for the World Water Ski events. We appreciate Julie and the whole team over there with City of Winter Haven Parks and Rec. They have done just a phenomenal job. Jenna, anything before we uh, sign off? Nope. 
Nope. That sounds good. All right. Well, Mark, we hope you are listening from Chattanooga, and we wish you nothing but the best of luck. I'm sure the listeners as well echo the same sentiments. For DJ Eric in the studio, Jenna Kidd and Ryan Buckley, thank you for listening to Sports Central here on Talk Radio 96.7.